Hi, Andrew Myatt here. Welcome to Oxford Vineyard Extra, a podcast to give you some Bible and things to chew on when we have a community Sunday. Imagine you're part of the Israelite army many centuries ago. The people of Moab have rebelled against the king and the result is war. The battle's so one-sided, though, that the Moabites are driven back and one town after another is defeated until they are surrounded in their final walled town. They've tried everything but have been overwhelmed. So the king of Moab took 700 of his swordsmen in a desperate attempt to try and break through the enemy lines, but they failed. He had one card left to play. It was extreme, but he knew it would release spiritual power. The story is in 2 Kings chapter 3, and we're told in verse 27, the king of Moab took his oldest son, who would have been the next king, and sacrificed him as a burnt offering on the wall. So there was great fury against Israel, and the Israelites withdrew and returned to their own land. This was not a fury of people upset at what the king had done, which gave them extra energy to fight, nor was it, as some translations mistakenly put it, that the people of Israel were upset. This was a release of spiritual power against the army of Israel. The king of Moab knew that a black magic sacrifice of his eldest son was the only way to succeed. The principle here is that sacrifice releases spiritual power. This is something that God has set up, but in this story we see Satan distort a gift from God. That's all he can ever do. He can't create anything new, but can only distort what God has created. God is the creator. The Bible shows us that sacrifice releases power. An example of this would be another story in the Old Testament. Once again, things were at crisis point. The people of Israel, because of their continued rebellion against God over many centuries, were finally taken into captivity in Babylon. Through the cunning of one man, and because of his jealousy, a threat came against all the people of Israel, no matter where they had been scattered through the huge kingdom of Babylon. An edict was released in the king's name, which commanded the people of every country to kill the Israelite people on a particular day. You can read the whole of the story for yourself in the book of Esther. It's quite something. Esther, with the encouragement of her uncle, called the people of Israel to seek God. Desperate times call for desperate measures, and so a three-day fast from food and water was called. The result was that the threat against the people of Israel was uncovered and reversed, the people saved from an impossible and overwhelming situation. We also face a desperate situation. The political situation we see in our country and in many countries around the world is serious. But even more serious is the fact that 94% of people in this country don't go to church, and so we have to assume that even though many of them believe in God, they don't know him and are not walking with him. 
So at the beginning of this term, as we do at the beginning of each term, I'm calling you to a week of prayer, fasting and seeking God. This is something we can all do individually and we will also come together on Thursday evening at our deeper session to worship passionately, pray intelligently and minister powerfully. I really hope you can join us. The way you pray and fast is entirely up to you. You may have the capacity to do an extreme fast such as the Esther fast, where for a few days you go without food and water. It is not advisable for everybody to do this, especially if you are ill or pregnant. In fact, if you are in either of those categories, please don't fast food or water without the permission of your doctor. But there are other ways you can fast. For example, from things like tea, coffee or alcohol, from television or social media, or a partial fast from food, perhaps missing one or two meals. This can be done every day without it affecting our ability to work. Or you may just take a particular foodstuff, like chocolate, out of your diet for the week. There are more examples of how to fast in the notes which I'm going to put on Facebook and will be in an email sent out to everyone. In Isaiah 58 it says that we humble ourselves before God as we fast. We're not trying to twist his arm to do something but combining this with prayer which is spiritual conversation we chat to God and we listen to his response. You might like to do some of the following to help you pray and maybe even choose something different each day to give some nice variety. So join us on Thursday evening so we can pray together. Some people find it much easier to pray with others than to pray on their own. That's great. But then you can also take a prayer such as the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6 and pray through each phrase taking as much time as you need. You may find that that just keeps you busy for one prayer session, or it may be that you take it again and again each day, praying into it in slightly different ways. Or you may just take one phrase each day. Other passages you could use in a similar way are Habakkuk chapter 3, Isaiah 64 or 65, Ephesians chapter 1, or 2 Peter chapter 1. Really, we're spoilt for choice there. As you pray and listen to God, it can be helpful to write down what you want to say to him and also what you sense him saying to you. And then always take time to receive the Holy Spirit as well. Another suggestion is to take a newspaper or a news website and select one or two stories to pray about. We're praying for people and not against them. We're asking God to bless them, to give them wisdom and insight, as well as for his power to bring about the change that is needed. Please also include friends, family, work colleagues who don't know Jesus or who need God to break through in some way. We'll start on Monday. We'll finish on Saturday. Even if you can't do something every day, please open your diary now and put in at least one time when you will spend a more extended time with God. If this is new to you, just put in a short time. If you're more experienced, then see if you can uh, adjust your diary to make some really good time to be alone with God. 
or to be alone with God with other people. They're both good. So God bless you. I'll be praying for you this week that you meet with God, your Heavenly Father, and experience his incredible love, as well as catching his heart for the people he loves. That's all for today. Please join us on Sunday if you can. A warm welcome will be waiting. Just come as you are.